At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Second hour of betting across America from VEASAN and VEASAN.com is in full effect as we talk to you from Las Vegas and Colorado, Adam Gandy and James Salinas. Uh, we have a British Open update. It is one that is unpleasant to discuss, at least for one person on this show. Uh, Colin Morikawa has gotten hot. He is now tied for the lead at 11 under with Jordan Spieth and Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, the spinny wheel of death caught my friend James Salinas as he tried to bet Colin Morikawa as round three leader at 14 to one. Uh, I feel for you, man, because you had the right theory. We talked about it. We said Colin Morikawa was certainly capable of coming out of this round with the lead, and he is through 14 holes tied at the top after making a charge here over his last six. Well, right now, now I'm going to be rooting for the other sides. And, you know, you, those things happen. You're going to miss bets. And that's kind of the – that's the one risk that we're talking about. I I'm, I definitely love to get involved in-game of whatever type of sport we're talking about because you actually get to see a better picture. We talk so much about what's going to happen pre-game, and a lot of times it's prognostication. And it takes we're, – we're assuming what's going to happen. And we're, here's how we think it's going to play out. And then sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. But that's the beauty of being able to get in and get involved in-game 
consumer in this case here with golf in game in golf betting where we're seeing how the course has been playing out like we've been discussing and then Morikawa's propensity you talked about how how he's been such a great finisher lately and now seeing that the fact that they're all three tied here with just a couple holes left to go maybe it'll be a three-way tie because still have uh, that piece of Corey Connors that I think it was 33 to 1 is where I got it at sitting three strokes back maybe we'll get a little regression game at best we'll keep it three-way tie over these last couple holes so you know you miss out sometimes and the clock is spinning or the little spinning wheel of death goes uh those things happen so we're used to those types of things you get it you had it you didn't get it all right we move on and for those not familiar when we talk about the little spinny wheel of death if you are live betting on any of the sportsbook apps that are out there there's always going to be a little bit of delay when you bet live to see if your bet is accepted or rejected do you have the most current line uh, is the you know is the sportsbook willing to accept the size of the wager you have at that line so uh, it's always built in that comes with the latency that's involved in these apps in the first place because of course things are happening in real time that are then being transmitted to the sportsbook transmitted to your phone transmitted to your app and so on so on so the spinny wheel of death uh, is just not that's not a technical term that's just one that I tend to use for it and James is right that's just part of the process that you accept when you get into doing live betting Corey Connors uh, you can get at 35 to one right now as he has three shots off the lead. But keep in mind something. And James and I talked about earlier, the scoring conditions have been such that players can make a move here at this particular British Open. But as the leaderboard gets more top heavy like this, I'm going to be less and less inclined to take the longer shots because of how many players have to come back. Uh, at that point, right? It's a lot different when you have one leader sitting up there three, four shots ahead, and then you have a pack at eight or nine. Well, then you're looking at more players having to be able to make that kind of move to get involved. And it is much more difficult when you have a three-way tie atop the leaderboard, especially with three brand names in Morikawa and Spieth and Louis Oosthuizen. You could have had Corin, Colin Morikawa as long as about eight or nine to one earlier in the round. He's now down to two to one uh, on the live leaderboard. Spieth has taken over at the top at plus 180. Louis Oosthuizen, who made it down as far as plus 110, is now at plus 250. I mentioned the number on Connors. John Rahm is four shots off the lead. He is 20 to one. John Rahm is in the clubhouse at this point. Keep in mind that John Rahm was your pre-tournament favorite coming in and has been playing some of the best golf in the world. But again, same situation we just discussed with Corey Connors, where you have to be uh, counting on regression for multiple players, the sort of thing where you're going to need some rain or something else that is going to muck up the course and make it more difficult for someone to be able to uh, maintain that edge. Scotty Scheffler at 35 to 1. Dylan Fratelli, who had moved himself within a couple of shots of the lead at one point, is out to 65 to 1 to win the Open Championship as we have just a few holes left here for the leaders who are on the course at the moment. Moment. Betting Across America comes to you from Las Vegas and Denver. James Salinas is in Colorado. I'm Adam Candy here at the South Point Sportsbook as the British Open winds its way down. This show presented by BetMGM and James. BetMGM has all the action you're going to need on Major League Baseball, a place that I often look for some of those micro-market props that you and I like to talk about. One game going on here live at the moment. 
Tigers have just made a pitching change going from Urania to Daniel Norris. It is one nothing Detroit as we have reached the middle of this game. First of a doubleheader between the Tigers and the Twins. A game went off with Twins minus 122, Tigers plus 112 with a total of 7.5. You're now looking at the Twins as plus 215 dogs to come back trailing by a run in the fourth inning. Uh, Tiger's not the most reliable bullpen you ever find, and Twins can hit the baseball. But again, um, I would go broke if I tried to bet on my thoughts preseason on the Minnesota Twins and where they've ended up as they have basically the same record as the Detroit Tigers as that AL Central has really opened up for the Chicago White Sox and the Cleveland Indians to make their runs here down the stretch. James, let's take a look at some of the games that you and I are more interested in. And I have to give a weather update uh, and one that I don't like giving because it might wipe out a game that you and I are both interested in. But if this game goes off, the Red Sox and the Yankees, uh, we both have interest in the best team in the AL East as a dog here tonight. Uh, But it is listed on uh, the website that you and I use most often for our Major League Baseball weather is one of three likely to be rained out tonight. Texas uh, and Toronto has already been called off. San Diego and Washington on this list as well. Uh, A severe thunderstorm watch has been issued for the New York area. Wind gusts up to 70 miles an hour. Uh, heavy rain, hail could be coming down, dogs and cats raining from the sky, James. Uh, But Nathan Ivaldi, well, he has been more challenging than any weather the New York Yankees could face this year. Uh, Plus 118 on Ivaldi, Garrett Cole minus 128, total of eight. Nathan Ivaldi on the year has a 132 ERA in a pair of starts against the Yankees, 13 strikeouts against no walks. Not only has Ivaldi been that way, the entire Red Sox team has just been, uh, I think, ultimately where they're standing now, leading the American League East at post-All-Star break. I didn't think they were going to be in this position. It was one of those teams I thought might be playing for third place within the American League East. So really exceeded expectations. Ivaldi's a big part of that. The lineup has been tremendous as far as their approach at the plate working counts, making pitchers have to give in to them, not chasing pitches out of the zone, using the whole ballpark when they swing the sticks. And I think here also the fact that this Yankees lineup, not only with the COVID issues that are going on, some injuries that they have, but then psychologically, this is just a fractured kind of team. There's always so much pressure on the Yankees, big payroll, big expectation. We know that this is a team that they are going to take each and every opponent's best punch all 162 games of the season. We just haven't seen a whole lot of fight and punch back from the Yankees. And in particular, uh, I I wonder how much of that game last game last Sunday, right before going to the all-star break, losing in Houston, the way that they did walk off from all players in the ninth inning of Mr. Jose Altuve, the shirtless Altuve when it was all said and done, when he came around home plate, Uh, I just wonder how that sent them into the break. It's been a tough season all year for the Yankees not meeting expectations. Couple that with the COVID issue. Yeah, I was all over it. I've got them plus 110, but with your weather report update here, that's not sounding good. So I guess we'll probably, hopefully the game plays because I think right now the Red Sox clearly in a better place. They have been all season against the Yankees. They are 7-0 and so far against New York. And I was betting that they were going to make it 8-0. Now we got to hope that and bet that the weather holds up and we can get this game in because I really like the Red Sox in this spot as a short dog. 
the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Chicago Cubs, the Washington Nationals, the Texas Rangers, the Detroit Tigers, the Kansas City Royals, James, these are all teams that have scored more runs than the New York Yankees on the season for an a lineup and an offense that was supposed to be able to out-hit any pitching problems that they had. And Brian Cashman built a roster that had the potential for pitching problems. Uh, Corey Kluber and Jamison Tyon had not thrown a whole lot in the last couple of years. Kluber is out. Tyon has been ineffective. Domingo Herman has been sent to the bullpen at times this year. They really have struggled. But you talk about that game against Houston. Um, keep in mind that only a few days before it was that game against the Angels in which the Yankees led 8-3 to and end up losing the game 11-8 to as the Angels did to Aroldis Chapman what everyone has done to Aroldis Chapman of late, a 14 ERA over the last month for Chapman as the Yankees are nine games out in the American League East. Still a few games back in the wild card as well. 12-1 to just to win the American League East where they were favorites for the first two months of the season. As you mentioned, the Red Sox 56-36. and if you're looking at this game and wondering, well, Garrett Cole is going for the Yankees, why would you go against Garrett Cole? Well, Garrett Cole has struggled over the last month as well, including a game at Fenway Park against Boston, which he gave up three home runs, five earned runs, and didn't make it past the fifth inning as the Yankees were blown out in that game. 7-0 are the Red Sox against the New York Yankees on the season. James also likes those Houston Astros who we just mentioned tonight against the Chicago White Sox at the cell in Chicago, and that is Jake Odorizzi, minus 105 for the Astros against Lucas Giolito. Another one of these matchups where it looks like the home starter is the one who you would think is going to get the best of it, but James, you talked earlier about the run that Jake Odorizzi has been on. It's been pretty impressive. Since he's come off the injured list basically at the end of May, uh, he's been terrific for this Astros team and given some stability. Aside from Greinke, it's a very young rotation for the Houston Astros, and he's just allowed 10 earned runs, has Odorizzi over his last 39 innings pitch in those eight starts, giving them some stability and giving them keeping them competitive in each game that he's pitched and ultimately letting that Astros lineup do their thing over the course of nine innings. It is the, it is the best hitting lineup in baseball it is the toughest lineup to strike out in baseball are the Houston Astros and that's where I'm going here against Giolito we know Giolito is a strikeout pitcher but just not has not really he hasn't found himself yet this season and I think here we're talking about the Astros lineup going up against Giolito who has in a sense just been mediocre I guess at best we can say for the Chicago White Sox and the White Sox team right now you talk about the other lineup versus the Houston Astros lineup right now the, the lineup for the, the the White Sox, there's a lot of injuries right now. They'll be coming back. They're going to get plenty of reinforcements when we get into the dog days of August, but right now that doesn't help out. That doesn't help out Giolito's cause here. This is a tough lineup to face in the Houston Astros with a, a, a banged up White Sox team here. I did take the Astros. It was getting a dollar. It was laying a dollar five, so in a sense, based on the straddle here, they are the underdog short price here. i am make mine the Astros laying the dollar five. I'm going to give you some advanced stats to back up what you're talking about as well, because against this current White Sox roster, and again, keep in mind, Odorizzi spent the bulk of his career with the Minnesota Twins, 108 plate appearances. He has a 173 FIP uh, fielding independent percentage against this team, uh, an expected weighted on base of 307, expected slugging 410. He's been really, really good. Uh, Exit velocity is really low against him for uh, Odorizzi 
It is the pitch they call the thing, his changeup. Uh, that is his bread and butter pitch. On the other side for Giolito, 60 plate appearances against the current Astros roster. A fielding independent percentage, get this, for a guy who was in Cy Young contention last year, of 797. So they see the ball particularly well off Lucas Giolito do these Astros. And I like where James is headed with that play here later this evening. Uh, one more for you, James. The Giants and the Cardinals, this game being played in St. Louis. Uh, it is Kim going for the Cardinals against Anthony DeSlafani for the, I still can't believe I'm saying this, the NL West leading uh, San Francisco Giants. Uh, DeSlafani minus 115, uh, now out to minus 120, actually. Cards at plus 110 with a total of eight. This game is 7 p.m. Eastern start. That's where I'm going. I'm staying away from the sides here. Uh, I love what the Giants have done. You mentioned it, leading the National League West, best record in baseball at the All-Star break. Tremendous season so far. And talk about exceeding expectations. We talked about Boston, the Red Sox, and where they currently stand in the American League East. If there is any team that I did not expect to be leading the Major League Baseball in wins and leading the National League West, it was going to be that San Francisco Giants team. But, you know, there's a lot of great the, – the, the championship medal that's still on that roster, there's a few holdovers still in that clubhouse from World Series winners of yesterday. And I think that plays out as to some of the young players within that lineup and in that clubhouse that how to prepare yourself each and every day to come out and compete. And that's what we see out of the Giants. Great effort. You're going to have let down days. It's a grind of a season over 162 games, but we don't see a whole lot of that from the Giants. This team comes out to compete and plays hard basically each and every contest. And I think that leadership is a key reason as to why I'm going to play the under here though, just based on a couple things here with the pitching matchup. You mentioned Discalfani and how well he's pitched so far this season, a little bit of a rough patch in may, but since then his last seven starts, he's allowed just eight earned runs in those seven starts over the course of 46 innings pitched. So he's back to where he was earlier in the season through the month of June. And I think here against the really weak hitting cards lineup, your, your Pitching in a very pitcher-friendly stadium is it there in Bush Stadium in St. Louis. And then Kim on the other side. Kim really has been one that keeps the cards competitive because they can't score. You got to eat some innings and get some outs, and that's exactly what Kim has done. He did it a couple weeks ago in his last start against the Giants on the road in San Francisco. Very uh, pitcher-friendly park there, too. But seven innings pitched only three hits, no earned runs giving up there. And he pitches the contact, but he keeps the ball down, lets his defense play out. And, you know, you got Arenado there at third, who's spectacular with his glove. Uh, I, I think he just makes him competitive. He's been competitive in the last seven starts, only giving up 10 earned runs. Has Kim. I'm betting the under. It is juiced a little bit. I had to lay $1.15 to the under sitting at eight, but that's where I went. All right, James, we have a game that you did not list that I want to talk to you about because I feel like our producer, Britton Hess, is trying to get us to bet on the Arizona Diamondbacks, which, my goodness, um, I don't know if he just doesn't like money as much as you and I do, but uh, here are some stats that he put very helpfully, actually, into our rundown for this game is you have Adbert Alzale going against Zach Gallen. So, again, that's the best you're going to get out of the Arizona Diamondbacks with Zach Gallen going Um Cubs minus 129, Diamondbacks plus 119. Last five games, Alzale has given up either four or three earned runs in every one of them. And uh, he has helpfully listed, has Britain that Zach Gallen has a K per nine uh, approaching 11. Now, the Arizona Diamondbacks are 26 and 67 
on the season. I could read you a litany of bad stats here as they host the Cubs. Are the struggles of Alzale enough for you to get involved with the Arizona Diamondbacks? Ultimately, for me, it's going to be the Cubs. If I'm getting involved in any Cubs game, I am going to take their opponent right now. We know that that is going to be a team that is the trade deadline is basically two weeks away from the day, I believe. They're going to be looking to trade off a number of expiring contracts. They just did one. They made an early trade. Not that he was there for quite a while with the Cubs was Jock Peterson. But we know there's a number of other players that are going to be put up for as trade bait, and they are going to move players. So it is not about getting and winning uh, in the NL Central right now for the Cubs. It is they're crying poor, and they're moving forward into the 2022 season right now. And so it's going to be a team that I'm going to be looking to fade here in the next couple of weeks as well as as the season progresses here in the dog days of August, Adam. But, yeah, help me. Help me. I can't make a case right now to want to get involved with the dog side and take Arizona. Arizona's had a number of injuries all season long to that lineup. They're still suffering through the injuries with with the uh, with the sticks in that batting order. But it's more so, yeah, Gallon's a good pitcher, but what ha- he's not going to pitch nine innings, and that's the issue for me. The bullpen has just been awful for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So we're talking about two teams that are going in the same direction. They're both going south, but I just can't get there, Adam. I can't make a case to jump on. I, I can't I can't bet the Diamondbacks. I just can't do it. I guess I'm like you. I guess I like money a little bit more, too, and I'll keep it in my account for a better play out there. James, remember earlier when you talked about the heavy, heavy odds on you to fall asleep during Space Jam 2 last night? Uh, I would rather bet on you staying awake through Space Jam 2 to put my money on the Arizona Diamondbacks. There is no way, no how, no chance I will find a juicier dog somewhere else than those Diamondbacks. Uh, a couple of baseball plays that I am interested in. Uh, some smaller markets, I'm looking at hitter-pitcher matchups. You're not going to be able to find this everywhere, but if you do have these available to you, I think there's some value in a couple of matchups tonight. I'm going to go back to that Cardinals and Giants game. Uh Paul Goldschmidt sends the limo to the hotel to make sure that Anthony DiSclefani gets to the ballpark in one piece. Loves, loves, loves going against Anthony DiSclefani. Again, keep in mind one thing. A lot of these matchups were with DiSclefani in Cincinnati with Goldschmidt in Arizona. So you're talking about some numbers that were built up with guys in some better hitters parks uh, than what you're seeing right this moment at Bush Stadium. But that being said, uh, Paul Goldschmidt career against DiSclefani, 12 for 24. Six of the hits have been for extra bases. Now, you're going to have to pay some serious juice if you want to get a prop on hits. Uh, to, to have a hit, it's minus 250 on Goldschmidt. I'd be looking for a total bases prop. Usually those are sitting around one and a half. Uh, you can usually find that more like uh, minus 40, minus 50. I have not seen that pop up just yet, but that's the one I would be looking for based on Goldschmidt and DiSclefani. In the Dodgers and Rockies game, despite the fact that the Rockies are at home where they have been outstanding, Walker Bueller going against Trevor Story. Story is 6-4-30 career against Walker Bueller. And I will actually go ahead and take under 0.5 hits, so not to have a hit on Trevor Story at plus 200 uh, tonight with Walker Bueller. It's a little bit against the grain, but I like the value on getting 2-1 to one on Story not getting a hit with a Dodgers starter who does tend to go a little deeper into the game. Talked earlier about college football with the NFL's not far away either, and we'll have a look at week one when we come back here on Betting Across America from Beeson. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. VSIN's betting across America comes to you whether you're listening to us on the radio somewhere, whether you have the stream pulled up at vsun.com slash listen, whether you're watching us at vsun.com, we appreciate part of your Saturday afternoon being spent with me. I'm Adam Candy here in Las Vegas, as well as James Salinas in Denver, 
Colorado, and it's time for me to fire a juicy BP fastball right down the middle of James' wheelhouse here as we get into talking about the NFL and getting a look at some week one lines. And, of course, some of these were posted quite a long time ago. Um, We're at the point where we're just a couple of weeks away from training camps getting started. But it's always fun to talk about what these matchups can look like in week one. Often, by the time we get to week 17 or 18, we're looking back and saying, how did that happen in the first week of the season? Well, one of those marquee games is the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks at the moment, via BetMGM, are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Money line sitting minus 275 on Tampa, plus 225 coming back on the Dallas Cowboys. Total 51-and-a-half. Philosophy-wise, James, here, these week one games, is it a matter of bet it when it comes out or don't bet it at all? Or is there something this time of year that you think offers some sort of value for someone who might be looking at week one lines? I typically don't get that far ahead when it comes to trying to bet week one because we know there there's always the big if factor. And the if factor when it comes to the National Football League is if teams are healthy and we know we're going to have preseason games this year, which we didn't have last year. Training camp too. We already know once training camp starts here, they're going to start. Some of these are going to go in about 10 days. There's going to be injuries that happen. and so volatile when it comes to to roster availability based on injuries that happen in the, in the NFL. I typically don't try to get too far ahead. It's going to be week to week and so much of it for me is going to be on the, the practice and the injury reports and act, inactive reports of who's actually going to be, be available from week to week. And in this case here at week one, Uh, the other philosophy, too, is, though, a lot of times, Adam, typically in most sports and football in particular, too, is I look to try to fade the former in this case here with the NFL, the Super Bowl chance, which would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But this team is so good. This is not a team I'm going to be looking to try to get in front of and bet against right now. Just thinking about how they performed last year, obviously finishing out and winning the Super Bowl. But it took them some time early in the season with Brady coming over. No offseason last year. No preseason games to come in. A completely different style of offense that he was getting into as far as Arian system was concerned. As well as now having to, to, to gel with his teammates offensively. Took them some time and they really didn't get going into the second half. And ultimately, once they had their bye week, it was a different offensive philosophy and different really connection that we saw from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So really, Adam, a lot of times I'll be betting against the, the, the Super Bowl champion, whether it be week one or throughout the season. But in this case here with the Buccaneers, uh, that the entire team is intact as far as the starters are concerned on both sides of the football. And then Tom Brady's just a different athlete. He's so driven, so competitive, such a leader. This is not a team that I typically would fade, not the Buccaneers this year. I'll be staying away and betting on this team more times than I'm betting against. Yeah, I'll tell you what, James, Uh, not only do I want the opportunity to fade the Cowboys hype early in the year, um, I also look at this one sitting here and say, if you are a six-point teaser player, potentially an opportunity uh, here with the Buccaneers at home in this spot, I I, I don't see a lot of flaws when it comes to Tampa, but the flaws that I do see, I don't think Dallas is in position to take huge advantage of. I think the Buccaneers can outscore the Cowboys, and I think the Cowboys' path to winning games is going to be to outscore teams in a 34-30 and and maybe even going up from there because this defense is far from fixed in Dallas. And and on Tampa's side, I mean, really, if you were to take rosters top to bottom and say who is the most complete team, 
Tampa's going to be in any discussion when it comes to that. And uh, really, I mean, you're going to look at the Cleveland Browns maybe up there with what they've been able to put together in the offseason. But uh, I would be looking at Tampa Bay here in week one as well. Uh, when we return more college football to go through the Spencer Rattler hype train, it hasn't just left the station. This thing is two states down the tracks. We got to talk about Oklahoma and whether they're going to win the Big 12 Conference with their Heisman favorite at the helm. Here on Vison in just a moment. football season is right around the corner. That means the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is coming soon. Our experts look at the impact of the transfer portal, key games on the schedule, and early season trends to watch. So you have a betting edge this football season. The guide is only $19.99. Discounts are available when you buy early. So now's the time. Reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access. Get everything we have to offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. VEASAN's Betting Across America is focused right now. We are focused on the middle portion of the country as we talk about the Big 12 and its odds for its football championship coming up this season. I'm Adam Candy here in Las Vegas. James Salinas is in Denver, Colorado. James, Spencer Rattler came in with all the hype last year. By the end of the season, started to look the part of everything that we had heard uh, is among the Heisman favorites as we get ready for the 2021 college football campaign. And his Oklahoma team is minus 150 to win the conference. So before we get anywhere else, there are other teams that we can talk about. I always find Oklahoma to be a fascinating study because they are a team that, as our producer Britton points out, there's always a point in the season where you think, I don't know, I think this might be the year Oklahoma falls off in the Big 12, and then you have something like that weird Baylor game last year, and then all of a sudden you're saying, how did they do this? How did they, how did they pull it off? And that's where we are as Oklahoma is the favorite once again in the Big 12. I think so, too, and, and rightfully so. They've won six straight rolling into this season, so have been for the last handful of years the dominant team, in a sense, be winning the conference, and it starts on the offense. We know that with Lincoln, Lincoln Riley and what he's going to run out there. We've seen the caliber of quarterbacks that have shuffled through there. A lot of them are playing in the NFL right now, and I think for Rattler, a lot of hype, but he was a freshman coming in. That hasn't typically been the case the last few years for, for Lincoln Riley in the offense. You're having more of a, a transfer and a seasoned player coming in to, to execute the offense the way that he wants to run it. And I think that's the challenge here is where else do we go down the list within the Big 12 to say these are the teams here that are going to give them a run for their money. And you can look at Iowa State and the, the bulk of the starters return this year for Iowa State, but then you got to get into scheduling. And I, I really like to dig into when, when do they play, where do they play them, where are their opponents playing off of them when we get some big matchups. And I think not only is Oklahoma, especially offensively, going to be the best team in the Big 12, but then the schedule's very favorable for them. They, they, they do, It's not a tough schedule by any means for Oklahoma. The one big game that they're 
going to have against Iowa State will be played at home outside of the Red River Shootout. We know that with Texas will be a neutral site, but they'll get Iowa State at home. Their toughest road game is going to be at the end of the season in-state rival at Oklahoma State. And I, I just can't find, we look at these numbers, that's why they're the favorite and the clear favorite laying $1.50 to win the Big 12. I can't argue with that. I'm not going to lay that. I, I'd be looking for a better plus price, but is Iowa State the team? Is it Brock Purdy? Is that what we're going to bet on? That Brock Purdy is going to make that jump to an elite level quarterback defensively. Cyclones are going to be terrific this season, but offensively is Brock Purdy going to be the guy that we trust to say, yeah, if there's going to be a team that is that they're going to stumble against, is it that game in Norman to, to Iowa State and that Brock Purdy-led offense? Uh, to quote Larry David, I am pretty, pretty, pretty sure that is not going to happen with Brock <laughs> Purdy. Uh, that season from him last year was as disappointing as any quarterback who has had some hype around him is thrown out there. And the fact that Matt Campbell got as much as he did out of that team, considering he had that out of Brock Purdy and really uh, they did not have what they thought they were going to have from the running back position either. I mean, they, they did get some, uh, you know, they did get some big games out of Brees Hall, but at the same time, uh, Iowa state, I thought was a success story overall, but I'm not willing to bet on them to win this conference. Uh, no question about that. <sighs> The one team that we, of course, have to talk about because I think it's contractually obligated, but the Texas Longhorns and Steve Sarkeesian uh, coming in. I and mean, look, you, you move on from Sam Ellinger. Um, you have another new coach coming into a program that has as many expectations as any in the country. Uh, what's your preseason read on the Texas Longhorns, James? I think for Sark, it's going to take some time. Yeah, they've obviously, we know they've got talent there at Texas. They're always going to be able to recruit at a school like that. And, you know, they, they do have a terrific secondary. Deshaun Jameson's a tremendous playmaker and ball hawk back there in the secondary for the Longhorns. And they will get pressure on the quarterback with their athletes up front. But, you know, now you've got Sark coming in. A lot of things that happen off the field that you have to deal with now as the head coach at Texas. High expectations down there in Austin for him, not only for the program, but the boosters, you name it. Uh, whole, and he's used to being in those environments, but now you're the head coach there. And now coming in and you've got a young quarterback there and Casey Thompson haven't really seen a whole lot, hasn't had a whole lot of throws and opportunities in his career. I just think it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time for Texas to, to get going. And I think for, I think where they're going to be at later in the season will be better than where they at earlier in the season. So I think that the schedule from that standpoint is probably a little bit advantageous for Texas. Their tougher games within the conference uh, are going to be on the road against Iowa state and at West Virginia. But those are going to be later. That's the latter part of the season. So I think that will be beneficial for Texas offensively for Sark to be able to work in. It's going to take some time, right? You got a young quarterback, a new system coming in, and it's going to take some time to learn. A lot of it's going to be learned through, you know, trial by fly, fire in a sense for the young quarterback and this offense as the games progress. So I think that again is going to be an advantage for the Texas as far as the schedule is concerned with their tougher road games being in the later part of the season. But as far as Texas being able to get in there and compete with Sark coming in this year to compete against Oklahoma and take and knock off Oklahoma, which hasn't been done in six years within the conference. I'm not going to take that. It's plus five plus what 500 550 to do it. Yeah. Good price there, but not enough for me to, to get involved. No, I, I don't want anything to do with that with Texas until I see what's going on uh, with Steve Sarkeesian and what he's bringing over with him from Alabama. 
the British Open has reached the conclusion of round number three. James, you can breathe a little easier as uh, Colin Morikawa, it appears, it appears will not be the outright round three leader. Louis Oosthuizen at 12, Morikawa at 11, and all oh, man, the full Jordan Spieth experience once again on display here today. It's like playing a game of Minesweeper where you click every little button and you're like, is this going to be the one? Is this? Ah, we found it on 17 and 18 with Jordan Spieth as he bogeys both of them coming in. The putting really lets him down. Jordan Spieth moves back to 5-1 to one to win the tournament. Ustazen and Colin Morikawa both inside of 2-1 to one as your favorites as we head into round number four. Game number five is this evening between the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. And James and I will recap our thoughts on the side in total and get into the props as well when we come back on Betting Across America from VEASAN and VEASAN.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. No one raises the stakes for MLS action like BetMGM. Sign up for the BetMGM app using code VSIN100. And if your first wager is a $1 money line bet on the New York Red Bulls or Philadelphia Union, you'll get $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. If you're betting in Pennsylvania, you'll get $100 in free bets if the team you bet on wins. Download the app today. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Washington, D.C. only. Excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. This promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Stay tuned for The Green Zone coming up here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com as they'll carry you through the next three hours of live betting action. We're wrapping up betting across America here from Las Vegas and Colorado. Adam Candy at the South Point, James Salinas in Denver. If you're a spoke too soon as Colin Morikawa has now stuck his second shot uh, within a few feet and Louis Oosthuizen will be away here on the 18th green. But in either case, just know that James gave you a good piece of information on potentially grabbing Colin Morikawa at 14 to one uh, and made it a lot more competitive than it looked when that was posted with him three shots off the lead and Morikawa now with at least a chance, uh, be it a longer one, to be able to take the lead here going into round four as Oosthuizen comes up with an absolutely Gorgeous putt into the break there. Uh, that is a wonderful lag that will keep him at 12 uh, as long as he is able to tap in that par to finish up. Tonight, Game 5, NBA Finals. Two games apiece between Phoenix and Milwaukee. We talked earlier in the show, James, that our feelings uh, on the Suns, on this total we are on the same sides with our leans toward the Suns and the under. Uh, currently sitting Suns minus four. Total at the South Point here is 219 and a half. I know you're seeing some lower totals out there in Colorado, but the movement has been away from that opening 217 and a half and up to whatever it is, whether it is where you have it uh, in Denver, where I have it here in Las Vegas. Series price, the Phoenix Suns minus 150, the Milwaukee Bucks plus 125. So let's recap our thoughts here quickly on the Suns and the Bucks before we get into talking about some of the props for this game, James. Uh, the Suns have been a different team on their home floor. They have won eight out of ten games that have been played at Phoenix Suns Arena. They have had a winning margin of at least six points in seven of those eight games, Bucks are five and six straight up on the road. But this is more about how the Suns, in particular, have played at home. 
I think, yeah, and thinking about who they've been able to play and some of the stars that have been off the teams throughout the duration of the playoffs. We think about round one with the Lakers and Anthony Davis, LeBron James being so banged up. Uh, that was really, in a sense, a very fortunate situation for the Suns to get through and then play a Nuggets team with with multiple backups at the guard position, so swept them and took advantage of that. And then a Clippers team without Kawhi Leonard. One, the championship medal that he brings to the, to the Clippers was not on the floor for the duration of that series and they've been able to take advantage of it at home and play obviously all the way to where they're standing now in game five of the finals and the home crowd is it's been a tremendous home crowd there in Phoenix for this young Suns team yes Chris Paul is 36 years old great veteran great leader on that ball club but it is a very young ball club for the Suns and I think that is definitely an advantage for a team with hasn't been here before none of these very few of these players outside I think Crowder's been to the finals I don't know if anybody else even been to the finals, uh, let alone won it. So not a lot of championship experience being in these situations right now. So I think it has been clearly an advantage for the Suns' young team feeding off the home energy, building their confidence as the series and the games progress throughout the NBA playoffs and now sitting here at Game 5 in the NBA Finals. I'm leaning towards the Suns. I'm not going to bet the side because I've already got my position on the Suns to win in 6 and Suns to win in 7. So I need these guys to finish out and win tonight because I don't want to have to win two uh, back-to-back games and especially having to win on the road in game six for the Suns if they lose tonight. So here, thinking about the matchups and thinking about what can we apply from the two games that were in Milwaukee that can kind of carry over Adam as to this matchup here in game five. And to me, it's the adjustments that Coach Bud has made on the defensive side with his rotation as far as going small and less and less minutes for big fella Brooke Lopez out there. The, the, the drop coverage, the soft coverage is how they play and attack the ball screen offense from the Phoenix Suns. Only 19 minutes played in game four. Went smaller, a lot more minutes for Bobby Portis the last couple games out there to be more athletic and try to attack Chris Paul, be more defensive-minded and more aggressive over the top of those ball screens and and hedging those screens harder because you can do that with a smaller lineup. But I think that's impacted what we've seen out of the Suns offensively. Booker, tremendous game in game four. Foul trouble really threw him off the rails in the fourth quarter otherwise that definitely could have been a Suns win in my opinion there for game for for the Suns on the road here what are we going to see I think it's the gravity of the moment and right now Adam two teams have not been there or done that before the gravity of the moment in game five huge opportunity to to take a stranglehold in the series obviously if you go up three to two both teams, I think it's going to be there. I think we're going to see some tight shooting. I think we'll see early on. That's why I think we're both leaning on the under here. I think early on we'll see some pace, and the Suns are going to want to try to get out there and, and get some easy baskets. They got none of those in game four. No transition fast break points for the Phoenix Suns in game four. Try to up the tempo, but I think as we get into the second half, and maybe it's a better play, Adam, to get involved maybe at halftime or, a, or an in-game total line, because I think both teams will be able to come out, especially for the Suns, get out and find some easy baskets gets here but as we get in the second half things get tighter so much on the line here uh, legs might get a little shaky come up a little short who wants to take and make the big shot got to some rely on your all-stars here I think that's where I'm looking at I'm gonna be looking at the total see if it gets the 220s or something like that 221 but ultimately more so in game in particular second half when so much is going to be on the line in this game five we talked earlier James about the fact that the pace has really slowed down in this series for these teams both of them 
operating at 97.5 points per 100. Uh, that is significantly slower than Milwaukee played during the season. Uh, Phoenix was not a run-gun team as much as Milwaukee did get out in transition quite a bit. So we look at the this particular game, and you talk about some of the adjustments that were made. The adjustments, in part for Milwaukee, led to some smaller lineups. And I think that puts you and I in the same place when we look at these props for tonight. Uh, we talked earlier about the fact that I feel like it's pretty well settled in on some of the numbers for the bigger players yet. But, of course, when you have an adjustment, like a player who hasn't played a whole lot, then the books sometimes are a little bit slower to be able to come around on those players. And you and I have both locked in on Pat Connaughton for the Bucks. Uh, his number is sitting eight and a half here in Las Vegas on points. Plus 105 uh, is available here on Connaughton. His minutes in the last five games since Bryn Forbes has gone into the background, since Brooke Lopez has played less minutes for Milwaukee, he is averaging 30 minutes per game. He's averaging at least five shots per game. Eight and a half is a pretty low number given both of those and the fact that he's a three-point shooter. Uh, Connaughton has at least eight points in each of his last seven games, and you said you've been taking advantage of those numbers previously in this series. I have, and it's sitting at it's plus 105 to the over at eight and a half points. I just like what we've seen out of Connaughton with the energy level and the confidence that he's playing out there with. We just spoke to the fact that nobody's won a championship on either one of these rosters here, and with so much on the line, you could see nerves, obviously, and you see that within body language and, and whether they want to take the shots and make the big shots, and somebody like Connaughton, because he's playing roughly 30 minutes a game, he's getting those opportunities and shooting the ball with confidence. The other piece, too, is it's not just staying around and hang out on the on the three-point line offensively he's getting engaged defensively too hitting the glass he had nine rebounds in that game four so just the full engagement on both ends of the floor I think that continues to build confidence for a player like Connaughton he's going to get plenty of opportunities tonight just based on the fact we know they're going to go small again it worked very well in game three and game four from the Milwaukee Bucks to to get Brooke Lopez off the floor, go with Giannis at the five here and more minutes coming off the bench for Connaughton in that sense. I do. I like it. Eight and a half points again. I know it's on the road here, but this is the kid right now coming off the bench for Milwaukee with a lot of confidence. Uh, agreed. I, I like any number you can get up to standard juice on Connaughton. I'd even, you know, I'd, I'd pay the, the, the dime to, to play the over eight and a half, but of course you're getting even better uh, value on that right now with Pat Connaughton. We have wrapped up round three of the British Open. Louis Oosthuizen is your leader at 12 under par. Colin Morikawa had a birdie putt on the 18th green that slipped a little bit left. He is 11 under Jordan Spieth at nine. Corey Connors and Scotty Scheffler both at eight. We cut that number off right there because we've seen, uh, as we told you earlier, 94% of winners of the British Open have been within four shots of the lead after round three. Now, to put some numbers to what Louis Oosthuizen has done, he is the 12th player since the year 2000 to lead a major outright after each of the first three rounds. Uh, eight of the previous 11 went on to win the tournament. That stat comes from Justin Ray at Justin Ray Golf on Twitter. So, uh, will Louis Oosthuizen be the bridesmaid once again? Will he complete winning his first major in 11 years? Uh, it's going to be a fun ride 
tomorrow morning. That's for sure from Royal St. George's. Louis Ustazen is plus 150. Colin Morikawa is 2-1. to one. Jordan Spieth is 5-1. to one. John Rahm is five shots off the lead. The pre-tournament leader is available at 16-1. to one. Scheffler at 20. Corey Connors at 25. So good for James having Corey Connors at 33 as he's now down to 25. The Green Zone is upcoming for Britain for James. I'm Adam. We appreciate your time here on your Saturday. Hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend as VEASAN brings you all the best action on the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only. Must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.